three. Hello and welcome to another edition of the C-Squared Podcast. This is your host, Curtis, with my co-host, Aaliyah. And we are here today with Corey and Megan from Casket Robbery, who are here to talk to us about their image. Um, and we're also going to be getting into horror and stuff like that, because that's kind of half their image anyway. So um, we're going to get into it. Uh, but first of all, I want to turn it over to Aaliyah, who is going to take over and ask question number one. All right. So before we dive too deep, could you just give a nutshell version of who you are, what you do, who is Casket Robbery, for those who aren't aware? Um, hey, I'm Megan. I'm the vocalist for Casket Robbery. Um, we are like a horror-infused death metal band. So Yeah, yeah. and I'm Corey, and I play guitar. And yeah, that's that's kind of our thing. Um, we just kind of took the best of uh, like what we wanted to hear a death metal and, uh, you know, combined it with uh, horror inspired lyrics. Yeah, it seems like a natural pairing. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> when did you first realize that connection and that you wanted to do a band like that? Um, I think it just came natural because like, uh, we, we didn't really specifically start off with that intention. It was more like we um, just started writing music that we wanted to see people like, that would be a little more heavy and that people would go crazy to. And then um, the lyrics just kind of started, they, they were kind of all over the place in the beginning and then they kind of slowly started to solidify. And then uh, when we got Megan on vocals, um, it was super natural because it was like, she loves horror. And then we just kind of took that and ran with it. Nice. I wanted to jump I, Yeah, I wanted to jump in. Really. I saw you wanting to jump in. <laughs> I, did. I did. So can you kind of, well, one of you guys, I, I probably Corey, cause he's been, been with the band the whole time, I would assume. What was, what was the actual reasoning behind getting involved in like the horror image type thing, like taking that on as your thing? Um, gosh, I don't even know. Cause that happened, that happened. I think we kind of solidified that and, and ran with it when Megan joined. Fair, okay. Fair. So Fair. I, I don't know, why did we, why, I, I don't know why we went with it. It just kind of felt like the right thing to do, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> I think we like, Prior to me joining the band, a lot of the songs have a lot of like serial killer elements to them. And there are like a lot of lyrically about all of that. And, and that's how the band kind of started getting known for. And it's just not, I, I guess it's not that it didn't click with me, but I find myself more um, like naturally towards horror movies and things like and finding that aspect so i think that way kind of just like we took that and ran with it fair so i guess so megan you're you're more the horror person than Corey isn't i think we both are i think just fair. lyrically i was able to like take it that way yeah luckily luckily she's good with the lyrics I, <laughs> I don't i don't i don't write lyrics for the band but but the thing that works for me really well is like um trying to visualize um trying to visualize the mute the music part of it to to match the lyrics that's kind of how we write is try to try to make the songs like go with the lyrics um and paint like a 
soundscape to that. So before I let Aaliyah get back back with her question, just, just my, la my last follow-up on this is, so Megan, are you always going to kind of do the horror lyrics, do you think? Or do you think you might at some point branch out? Or is that not allowed because of your bit because of the band? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question. No, no. Um, like, I don't know, one of our previous singles, probably two years ago, one of the first ones that I released after our EP did have like, I mean, I wrote it about Jack the Ripper in London. So it's still kind of, but that's what inspired me at the time. So I think there's always going to be that horror element to what we do. I think we kind of have that. And we also have this, this um, fun, like tongue in cheek horror kind of funny thing too, occasionally with the lyrics that we're known for. Um, so I'm not sure, but I just, there's so many things to go off of with that stuff that is in my brain um, that I want to do. So I guess right now that's, that's just what I see. Yeah. We've, we've talked about like branching out to, you know, it's, we, we've always kind of pushed the boundaries a little bit and try not to stay too restricted to a certain, um, certain idea. So I think there's flexibility for it. Fair. No, that's fair enough. Yeah. All right. My follow up, Leah. <laughs> um now you've just recently released that bone mother music video the claymation um how did you come up with the idea to do a claymation video and how did you well let's start with the idea okay um actually our guitar player troy he he kind of came up he he brought the idea to us and and it really came from he had a uh, like a DVD from Cannibal Corpse, um, and they it was like all this behind the scenes. I am not familiar with the specific uh, release it was, but they did a bunch of behind the scenes stuff. And at the end of this DVD, there was like a claymation video, um, and he he brought that up, and I had never seen it. And then uh, we you know we checked it out and stuff, and. We're like that that's really cool but like who the heck does that kind of stuff you know like the claymation thing because it doesn't really nobody does that anymore really um so we found like literally like two people um we googled um and we found the name of the guy that did the cannibal corpse one and i, I can't remember the name unfortunately but uh, i tried to find his contact info there was i couldn't find anything and then um the other one we found was from um this guy named Shane uh from Budget Blood Productions and he had just done um I believe a video for was it ingested yeah um and that video was was crazy so we contact this guy and and he uh he was like really into it it was amazing too because he's a really like horror movie uh uh like a you know just uh just loves that kind of stuff and then one we sent him the lyrics like it was just like a light bulb between all of us yeah. and he just like home run grand slam that whole thing he he kind of um we didn't really give him a lot of direction we sent him the lyrics and told him kind of what it, Megan's thoughts were yeah. about it and like he just went with went and ran with it so all the stuff you see in that video is like his imagination yeah so. we formed a really really good 
like working relationship and like friendship now with him just because we all kind of got on the same page right away and just clicked instantly it was kind of just like all of us and our brains just threw this all together and kind of just trusted that it would come out that way and he did oh my gosh just so well he'd send (laughs) us like these little clips or he'd take behind the scenes uh photos and stuff of what he was working on and like we knew right away it was it was going to be amazing and it, I don't know if that guy ever sleeps. I still, <laughs> I haven't asked him that yet, but like he, we'd get messages from him like all through the day, all through the night, middle of the night, all like every day. I'm like, <laughs> I think he just worked nonstop on it. It was really crazy. But um, sometimes the art just possesses you, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I can imagine. But um, yeah, there's something about claymation. You can do things with it that you can't do with reality. So, yeah and it's somehow more real than reality in a way yeah for sure yeah so i want to ask one question which i think we asked the last time you guys were on the podcast but it was like a year ago so forgive me for re-questioning if i did um why does it take you guys so long to produce new material that's a good question um right now the reason is like we well with covid um we intentionally did not want to release something that we couldn't tour off of so that was kind of the thing so we are actually sitting on a full length right now um and it's it sucks it's it's a bummer for us but i i think like we're really all about like that fan interaction on the road and we wanted very, very i don't know it's very um we just very much want to release it and then be on be on the road so we can meet the people that's part of the pr campaign i think for us is like just being on the ground um connecting with the fans as it's out so that's one of the one uh i think we we uh our fans are you know wondering what's going on going on with it but um it'll it'll be out this year for sure so we're, we're getting back into shows and we've been playing consistently now Cool. Yeah, I was just wondering because it's been like three tracks, I think, in like five years, I think, something like that. And we did two tracks within the past, what, like eight months? Yeah. Right now? Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, before COVID, it was like we, we were really intentionally getting our band dialed into a touring band which which took a little bit of time for us, unfortunately. It was just hard to find the right people that wanted to hit the road. Um so yeah just just some hang-ups like that but um we we've got finally got like the you know everything kind of dialed in and ready to go and uh man these like last few shows have been so killer so it's a weird thing like um with everything with all the social media and like learning all the new um social media platforms and then all the new music and then now shows opening up um all that time management stuff really it's like a huge learning experience for for us and like getting our patreon set and making sure that's all so it's uh it's been fun finding finding time to put all of these things in to make us like a well-oiled machine to get back on the road and and releasing new music and doing all that because that's really we want to be releasing music all the time yeah so now let's get back onto the image topic (laughs) if Aliyah's okay with that yeah, I was just going to ask a question about that. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'll wait. Um, 
otherwise I might forget it. So I appreciate that, Karen. <laughs> um, so can we get down into the nitty gritty of how do you translate the fact that, okay, your songs are horror, horror themed. How do you translate that into image without it being try hard um, and, and weird or fake? Like, obviously you have that authenticity there, but sometimes I think people might struggle with channeling that authenticity into an aesthetic or visual elements. Yeah, uh, that's been really hard for me personally. And, and I think all of us. <laughs> it's um, like, there's a Megan's fine line between um, like, yeah, being that really authentic and having our branding like set and trying new things. And then there's that line of like the super cheese factor like where you can go just uh, riding that line, like, oh, it's starting to get a little bit cheesy. Like, nope, I don't like that. Like dial it back. So um, the past few years have been fun kind of trying new things and honing in on, on image, on branding um, and finding out what works for us and really what, what doesn't really feel right. We, uh, a lot of times it's me like bringing up like crazy ideas and then Megan's like, yeah, that's going to look stupid. <laughs> or she's like, she's like the, the one that, that gets it. I think she's um, a filter. Right, I am right. the filter. Um, so I'll come up with wild ideas and we've even like through, through COVID um, the past couple years, you know, like it, we may not have released a lot of music, but we sure have, uh, uh, worked with a lot of artists yeah. on things we've never even released like we, we got we had one album cover made up for the album maybe two even I don't remember at this point um just because of that fact because it was like all right we have this idea let's let's go for that and then we'd go down that that uh that road with the artist and it was like ah this just isn't gonna work um and I think it's been a little difficult for us to pinpoint it at times, but we make sure like if, if we are on that, like we don't want to be that like a cheesy, it's really like Megan said, maybe like a little too easy to be like a cheesy, like um, looking, we don't want to look like we're in a horror movie from the eighties or something, you know? <laughs> Like, uh, we, we want to look like... Not that that can't work. It just depends. Yeah, I would, yeah, yeah. like sometimes. Oh, I love that. Stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, we're trying to, you know, kind of keep it more... more um, see, it, see, it's hard for me to even talk about. I don't, I don't know specifically what I mean, but... Um, sure, yeah, it's hard to articulate sometimes. Yeah. Um, things that we know. Um, we try to just keep it like dark i guess that, that's kind of the thing like just just keep the vibe dark um but not not cheesy are there any like particular directors that you find that you are drawn to or is it just the genre in general for me it's just the genre in general yeah. see I, and i'm drawn to specifically like um horror movies like evil dead 2 and reanimator like the really cheesy stuff i, I love that so much <laughs> it's my favorite um i think that's why it's so um like it's such a learning experience for us is because those are also the movies that we're drawn to and take inspiration from they do have that little hint of the cheese factor and we have to like 
regulate ourselves and keep ourselves in check and filter yeah. that stuff out so it doesn't get too much. But like it sometimes lyrically, I'll throw in a little funny thing that a lot of people might not pick up on, but like we know, and it's super funny. Um, yeah. I think I try like for, our, if we're trying to trans, we're talking about like imagery, I guess. Um, my thing is I try to focus on like movies like Silent Hill or um, there's a really good movie we watched a few years ago called The Autopsy of Jane Doe. Um, just like really just eerie and dark. Um, so like that kind of imagery comes to mind when I think about what we're trying to, you know, portray. So I have a question that, um, so I got to ask, so why not cheesy? I, I like, I, I like you, I, I love the cheese too. So like, what, why, why couldn't you guys do it? I guess is what I'm trying to ask. I think we want to like, I think we want a little bit of it. And I think we we do have a little bit of it. I think it's making sure we don't go like fully too far where we're, it's not like, where we're still a, a death metal band. Yeah. Um, but that has, as I mean, I, what did someone call us one day? I can't even remember. Um, but it was it was very like, it was like death metal with a wink is what we were called one day. And I love that. I love that so much because I think it it kind of fits us perfectly. Um, and and I think we do, we have like, even in the, the photo shoot that we did the last time, um, there's like props in it that, I mean, could get a little bit cheesy in there, but it also fit the, the aesthetic of those photos and, um, I think it's definitely like our trial and error right now, kind of figuring out exactly where we want to be at. And so what does that trial and error process look like? Is that like when you post on social media and you gauge how people react to it? Or what does that look like? That and I think um, how it makes us feel is a big thing. Um, we are very we are very authentic. Um, that's really important to me. And I think us as a whole, and if it doesn't feel like it's coming from us authentically, I, it's not something I just want to do. Um, so like whether it's trying different makeup on stage, something like that, doing something different in a photo shoot, things like that, adding to our stage show in certain little aspects, um, which we've kind of, we've been incorporating a lot more recently, um, trying to add to our whole aesthetic. Um, so that's kind of what, what it is. Yeah. Gauging, gauging fan reaction, gauging. We ask for a lot of input from our Patreon backers and from our fans in like our discord and our Facebook group pages. Uh, that's yeah, super important yeah. to us, getting feedback from them on what they're liking, what they're seeing, if they, if they contribute in any way, stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. We did that with our, uh, when we redid our logo, that was really cool. We, yes. asked, we asked the fans cause yep. that was like touch, touchy subject for us. <laughs> um, and, uh, they said they would, we, we dropped in, uh, we, we made like probably eight or nine different logos <laughs> Yeah. and, uh, 
they they said like you know we we dropped a few in there and they're like those suck <laughs> i'm like yeah i, I kind of thought so I'm, I'm glad you i'm glad you had same idea <laughs> and then when we all like even when the band felt right with the one that we went with now we're like this is this is it um we we sent it to a few of our fans and they're like yeah that's so cool so yeah we'll just i don't know a lot of different stuff like that we'll kind of do behind the scenes a little bit so i wanted to ask how do you kind of bring the image into the live setting if you do yeah um well right now so like uh with the latest photo shoot we did um we we kind of played off this like and even the, the video for the hidden the hideous kind of has like these creepy hands coming up Remember? so we did like the and my nails are even painted black but we we do like a little bit of black hand paint on stage mm -hmm. um and then megan's always had a little bit of um uh, face makeup face stuff. makeup yeah to kind of um, just set that um the clothes, clothes that we do are like yeah. ripped um kind of grungy looking so mm -hmm. it kind of looks like we're we're you know like coming up from the grave or something like that you know it kind of we just look a little a little bit like that without like going like full zombie makeup or something mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so it just sets a little bit of a mood and then um like coming up we have um like stage lighting that we we're going to be getting to uh kind of accent like certain colors and stuff nice cool yeah. uh over to you alia there we go i'm like having trouble unmuting myself um so i had a question hold on um so how do you think that can translate to um maybe other bands that don't have um a specific theme like are there any tips that you would give people that you feel could apply to them anyway, even if they aren't a themed band? I think the biggest thing to keep in mind is um, like, like routing back to being authentic and stuff that if something doesn't feel right or anything like that, it's, it's not going to feel right on stage. It's not going to translate. Well, if you're not feeling right about it, that's, that's going to come across um I don't know I think that's that's a really good tip people need to be in tune with that and that means that's like a a thing related to lying to yourself about anything and it's like you kind of get that sort of weak feeling inside you know you're lying to yourself yeah. and that can apply to this I think like yeah. when you're talking about you just listen to how you feel listen to your heart yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's that's a huge thing. And, and we've done that. Luckily, like from the start of this band, it's always been like, fo follow, I've been, always follow my gut or my heart or whatever. And if something doesn't feel right, don't do it. It's like, if, and w trust me, we've had a 1000 people tell us like, Oh, you need to you need to go dress like Marilyn Manson, you need to uh, have the zombie makeup, you need to bring a big casket on the stage, you need to do this and that. And it's like, um, at the end of the day, like if I went up on stage and I was wearing like a Halloween outfit and makeup and stuff, that's just, I just wouldn't be enjoying it. Like, and for us, it's like the music is supposed to be kind of really like the focal 
point of what we're doing like the eerie feeling of- i think it varies like for like you have to know what you want as a band and how you want to come across yeah. because that works for so many bands right. and like having their own aesthetic and and maybe you're going on stage and acting and part of part of what i'm doing on stage too is i, I get to be this terrifying creature and part of that is maybe just inside coming out or or acting but it it really you have to be in touch with how you want to come across and kind of stick to your guns that way there's so many people that are going to tell you what you should be um or and filtering out constructive criticism or someone else's wants onto there is is really tough yeah um having an open mind but also staying true enough to to be comfortable and loving what you're doing still right uh, another good tip too is like um play off the artwork too like if, you, if you're a band and um you're trying to figure out like a branding kind of thing find like a really cool artist that you that just vibes with you and and your music and then maybe just try to get a working relationship with that person and then that that could be a really cool way to launch off your brand um i, I think that's a good good way to go about it too if you're kind of looking for tips cool 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 so we got about three minutes left so Aaliyah, you got to make this count well i i think we could just wrap it up unless you have a question well i kind of well i wanted to do i don't want so uh this is more for i think directed megan though um so um well i mean corey too because it's going to sound like mean if i don't say that you guys both seem like very nice people um how do you kind of <laughs> How do you, how do you, but Megan's the front person, so that's why I was directing it at, at her. Um, how do you kind of go with that, transform yourself from being the nice person into being the, I don't, I, I can't remember the exact words you used a minute ago, but whatever, not whatever it was that you said. You know, I think it's just that I'm, I love people and I, I am who I am and this is how I am with everyone, but on stage, like all of us have this stuff inside of us and I'm just more honest, I think about like, I want to get on stage and let it out and it's fun. And, and I think that it's just a good way, especially, I mean, that first show back um, after everything shut down was such a release for me <laughs> um, with everything that has happened. And it's just, there's no other feeling like that. I get to just go up there and and yeah, like be that terrifying little creature and it's fun for me. And then I get to get off stage and smile and hug everyone and go sit behind the merch table and just talk to people all night. And I don't know, it's finding that balance of, and just being like in tune with who I am. Um, and I think that just adds to, you know, our brand, our image, all of that stuff too. Fair enough. Cool. So I think that's all I got. Aaliyah? Yeah, that was a really great conversation. Um, do you have any, like, where people can find you? Tell us what's coming up next, what people should be looking for. Yeah, um, casketrobbery.com. You can find everything, all the links. Um, and we're on all social media, at Casket Robbery. And then our next show is, uh, I believe, June 25th. Yep. Is uh, uh, Midwest Death Fest in Minnesota. Excellent. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on and everyone listening until next time, make like a bull 
and throw those bloody horns up. <laughs> <laughs>